0: is Youthscape podcast number five and this is the second in the Black Lives Matter edition featuring Billy Banda from Donegal Youth Service, Colette McKellen from Tides and the fabulous young people of the Youthscape project. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy it. Yes, the Black Lives Matter protests in Letterkenny and and indeed all towns have been very successful and attendance has been high. Um, and documented and recorded and shared through Facebook and it's been great to see, I have to say, and I've really enjoyed how the Black Lives Matter has has grown and enhanced our knowledge and our experience. We have another question from a young person, what is the best way to raise awareness of this in Ireland? That must be from Aaron Moore.
1: I, I can always talk about, you know, campaigns and all that. At the minute, you know, with the social social distancing and all that, I know it's something very impossible. Um, you know, um, you can raise awareness in, in a lot of ways, actually, you know, uh, an arts project uh, would be kind of another way of doing it, you know, whereby it's more silent than, than it's supposed to be, but because You know, if it's at best, okay, it can be seen on a lot of uh, mediums anyway. So, yeah, yeah, at the minute, because of, you know, what's happening, it's, you know, you can can always call a rally or, you know, things like that. But, you know, the world we're in right now is kind of very different. But Mm -hmm. I still believe at best uh, projects will be the way to go about it. And like I said, you know, uh, Diversity Week, you know, is another good way of doing that. This is a good platform to start doing that. Hi, Pali, how would your son have described growing up in Ireland as a young black person? Thanks, Jason. <laughs> you, look, um, my, my, my son Okay, only realized that he was black about two three years ago. Okay, um, My son was actually born in South Africa. We came here when he was just turning two. Okay, so all he's known is Ireland and being Irish. Okay, so even when he scored that famous goal, okay, he saw the support that came to him and all he could think of was him. He was part of, he was just part of the establishment.
0: Brilliant.
1: When he turned 20, uh, somebody, actually, he was still 19. Somebody called him all sorts of names, black this, black that. And he came to me and told me that. And I told him, son, you are black. Let's, let's revisit ourselves first. Okay. And then I started telling him. And actually at that stage, he hated himself more because he didn't know anything. He, he never knew the difference. Okay. He hated himself. And I told him, no, it's actually all right. It's okay. It's, you know, it's sound to do that. So now him growing up black now because now he's realized 21, he's now realized that actually this is the reality okay he finds it uh, a little bit challenging although he still knows that he can actually okay the challenging part was him getting a job because he got a job but then he was given these odd hours you know like one hour two hours you know things like that when people coming in, after him we're getting like 3 days in a row you know things like that so that started making realize okay uh the difference and I, I always say to him you know you just have to embrace it the way it comes anyway and so now he actually kind of knows a little bit of both okay although his mind is still you know irish white okay but he has started seeing a little bit of this george floyd thing actually woke him up even more than anything else because his friends actually were telling him things he should have known as a black person but he didn't know he didn't just Mm -hmm. he just couldn't digest it and that's when he started realizing the injustices that are being done and now he's looking at himself like from an iron perspective because when he was about 15 we had gone to dublin we got lost and we asked for directions. And uh, this man just just didn't want to interact with us. He started speaking to us in Irish. So he had learnt a lot of Irish in school. So he spoke in Irish, but then even the Irish that he spoke mm-hmm. and the Irish that the guy was speaking in Dublin were like two different Irish. He couldn't understand that. So he started reflecting on all that. And that's when now he started knowing that, okay, actually there is this difference between myself uh, and the island that I thought I was growing in, and the island that he is growing in, because on top of that, he was actually selected to, to the Irish national team. He, you know, but he, he didn't get the chance anyway. Uh, from the under 18 squad, he was, you know, taken in, but the chance never came in. So he's reflecting on that and thinking, you know, this is okay. Is that the reason? Is that so? I keep on telling him, no, that's not the reason. The reason is you have to work harder to get selected on merit. Okay, so don't look at that, you know, but he can see the difference. So it's, you You know him better than me, Jason, anyway, so. Uh-huh.
0: You sound like an amazing father, Billy. Um, I'm sorry that your son had to go through that in this contract.
1: Oh, he has um, to learn that. Yeah.
0: Completely unnecessary, you know. Um, you said there, um, you're from Africa? How do you keep your culture and identity alive in in Ireland? Such a strong and colourful culture to come from. He's still blended the two perfectly. Colette, away so has. Yeah. <laughs> he's what Jason? He's blended the two together perfectly. So. Oh he has. really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Of people.
1: <sighs> no, no, that's very really true. I, I, you know. People would tell me I have this deep, uh, you know, African accent, and and when I tell them I've been here 18 years, they're like, "What? You your accent hasn't <laughs> changed." I said, "No, the accent doesn't identify me." <laughs> That's you brilliant. know. So <laughs> yeah, no, good uh, you. I'm good with that.
0: Brilliant. Any other questions this morning? Um, Billy, I'm just wondering what you think would be the next step. Um, I know, obviously, Black Lives Matter has begun a lot of conversations that were definitely essential. Um, but I think I think, although maybe the average person recognizes that these things are wrong when it comes down to crunch time, um, whether they had an option of choosing a neighbor that was of the same background as themselves or a black neighbor, then they may still have deep-rooted, maybe racist... Um, kind of find it hard to put it together but deep rooted racism and um, mm-hmm. even though on a front level they may they may recognize that it's wrong so I, I wonder what your opinion is on how we actually change that deep rooted racism
1: Connor that's, Connor that's a difficult one Um, I know for a fact racism will never die anyway it will always be within us Okay, but it's how communities uh, deal with that. Um, At the minute, the example I always give to that is like now whereby, okay, we're in a lockdown and uh, the guards are saying, or if you see uh, your neighbor have one or two cars outside, you should actually report, you know, that is where it all starts from, okay? That is their job to do and not the neighbors to do. Okay, because once you start doing that in a neighborhood, basically you're bringing enmity within that neighborhood. Okay, and it's the same thing with racism and all that. Okay, it starts within communities. As long as communities uh, actually accepting the difference that gets into their community. So if I move into your community, I'm a black person. Okay, you accept me as who I am and you embrace me for who I am in that community. Okay, that's how we slowly try and eradicate all these uh, racism and all that. Because at the end of the day, we have to know that you know a human being is a human being. Okay, we have the same blood. Okay, just that you know this you know the melanin in our our skin you know is different. Okay, which will never change. But mm-hmm. that's 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 just the basics. And once we have the basics, you know then everything else comes in secondary. And, you know, from, from the diversity video itself, okay, you could hear them say, okay, this is a learned behavior. You, nobody was born racist, this is learned. So if it's learned, where's the first place that people learn all these behaviors from? It's a home. Yeah. Okay, so right now we are the parents. Okay, what do we teach our children? Okay, what do we teach our children? What we teach our children is what is gonna be projected. So we've started off very well, okay? And that actually has to continue because we are here now, we're the parents, okay? We know that that is different. So if your son or you said your daughter, Connor, if your daughter came, he saw me and said, oh, daddy, there's a black man. Don't tackle the daughter because she's right. That's a, I'm a black man. Okay, that's not being racist. Okay the moment you stop her from saying that and doing that, that's when she starts realizing, hey, why did he tackle me for saying that because that's what she sees. Ask Jason, my best friend is Jason's daughter okay and we have these funny conversations where we don't hide anything from each other we say it as is okay and that's why probably that girl really loves me because you know we call it as as it is okay and I think that's that's the way we we go about it, you know. So, if communities can learn to accept that, kind of, we're in good books. Yeah. I think
0: that's correct. Okay. Children, you know, they just like the truth and they appreciate the truth. And what they see is how they act. So, with young people and children, they need to see us as treating people equally and having respect mm-hmm. and manners towards everyone, regardless of how alike they are or how. Yeah. And they are from us, regardless of if it's age, gender, race, religion, community background, whatever. I have a lovely comment in there, um, Billy from Bo- Paula McGrath. Really fascinating, Billy. Thanks for sharing your story and answering some very difficult important questions. Um, yes, very yeah. difficult questions this morning. We have really put you on the spot.
1: I know um, I mean it's a work we do call <laughs> it. Next time, I'll be the one putting you on the spot anyway. Oh, oh no. (laughs) Uh,
0: Under pressure. And it's first thing on a Monday morning as well. Um, So, as you said, for us as young people in society, old people in society, (laughs) um, we need to educate ourselves better on Black Lives Matter as well as all diverse groups, which we do in the Youthscape program. We look at all diverse groups like the LGBT community, Catholic. Community, Protestant community, traveller community, um, asylum seekers, refugees, um, Black Lives Matter, um, all cultures, all identities, sexualities, and genders. So we all need to educate ourselves better on the Escape Program, um, understanding people and their differences, which in turn creates respect and even empathy for that group.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: when you're out in society working and in the working world or even in your school classrooms or in your youth clubs, you realize that there's people different from you. You must understand their differences and respect them and um, help support people that are unfortunately subjected to any such bullying, whether it be racism or discrimination or acism or sexism or anything like that. All them isms, we have to say no. And a positive thing to do would be to share on Facebook and Instagram positive quotes and good stories and uplifting stories reg- regarding the Black Lives community. And anyone that puts up good um, videos, like them, share them. Anyone that puts up racist comments, it is okay for you to say, no, that is not okay, and put a down thumb. We are all in this together and we must work together. So from that, I'm going to ask the entire You Skip program now to research all the George Floyd murals around the whole world. There are hundreds of them. You just have to Google them, George Floyd murals. And I'm going to ask you to maybe try and copy one of the murals or create your own murals in respect uh, for Black Lives Matter and in supporting this very important matter in today's society. A massive thank you from the USK program to Billy Banda for sharing his experiences with our young people. I would also like to thank the staff from Tides for arranging this. So, big thank you to Colette, Anne, and Connell. Thanks for listening, folks, and I'll see you all later. Bye.